should I um I have a homage to welcome our guest this week, Jerry Massey. Yay. Yay. And Wendy Torbert on special comments. Hi Wendy. Special comments. Hello. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Crank a comedy podcast. <laughs> Uh, can we do what's the song? The Wendy. Everybody knows it's, it's windy. Everyone knows it's windy. Just, uh, ask Jerry if he knows about that song. I, I'll be surprised if he does. But there's this song. It's about Chicago, and the lyric is, oh. what, um, "It's like who's walking down the streets of the city, smiling at everybody she meets. Everyone knows it's windy." And I always thought it was about Wendy. So did I. But it's about the wind. Because it's windy. You know the song? Do you know the song? There's a... Uh, Wes Montgomery does a really good version of it, and a, oh. a, a jazz version of it. My granddad had like heaps of tapes. Oh yeah, and we would just choose the tape, and like when I stayed with them, I would like dance around standing on his feet, and he'd be like, "Oh, this is your song." That is cool. But he lied; it wasn't my song. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Maybe he didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Might not have been labelled. So what do you What's guys do? So what, yeah. Jerry Massey. Jerry. Yes, what have I been doing? Yeah. Ah, uh, I fixed up my shed. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the one we're For the first now. time in 15 years. Mm-hmm. Looks really good now. And album, I've been finishing my albums, so that's good. Cool. Oh, so awesome. check it out. So check out Devil's Cabaret on Spotify. There's new stuff on there. So Jerry, you've, you're, a, you're a comedian, you're a musician, you do a character, uh, Mad Dog Malcolm. Yeah. You, you've been doing comedy for what? I started coming in 2004. But I don't really think of myself as a comedian, per okay. se. And the only reason why I don't think of myself as a comedian is whenever I see a proper comedian, I think, oh, that's really good. I don't do that. <laughs> then I have to just not think about a label because otherwise I go, oh, if I'm not a comedian, what am I? Well, we're all performers. Yeah, we're definitely, well, definitely performer, yeah. 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 I think it's better if other people label you a comedian. Uh, absolutely, yeah. You shouldn't absolutely. really refer absolutely, to Absolutely, because if you want to label yourself as, as anything, as, as absolutely anything, then you have to sort of commit to something that you, maybe you shouldn't commit to. I kind of mm. get that. and But people like pigeonholing people, don't they? So they're mm. like, what? Because they want to understand, like, what do you do? You're mm. an actor. Are you this? Wendy, yeah. do you kind of get what Jerry's saying? Because you're sort of in the same boat. You do a bit of co- music, comedy. Yeah, you do. Yeah, because you're serious music. I really like your serious music. The serious music I I do enjoy, but I don't, I don't love it. <laughs> Like it's something yeah, I do for myself. Yeah, like yeah. I love writing the music, but yeah. I'd be quite happy to just give that to a musician oh, yeah, okay. and be like, "Here's the song." Yeah. How about you? Do you feel um, where's your passion lie? I suppose. Um, like, I guess it depends on what I'm doing. Yeah, because I had a hard time with uh, with some comedy gigs I was turning down because I was writing songs for for a record, and I just wanted to commit myself to, to doing that. But then I'd have to say yes to the gigs because I didn't have any money coming in. So. <laughs> I was I was sort of reluctantly doing comedy some some of the time, but I kind of think as long as you're doing something, I guess another part is more. It's I guess a little bit more philosophical. Is that if I'm thinking or if one is thinking about what they are or what their label is, I kind of think that's taking up time, man. Why don't you just work? Because some of those things can just be a, a a cycle, like a like going around in circles. Like with comedy, should you, should you do character comedy or should you do normal comedy? It's just like, oh, well, uh, if if a character gig goes really well it's like yes that's what i am but then if a normal gig goes really well no i'm not a ca- character comedian i'm a normal comedian and all this sort of stuff and then i kind of think you know what all those thoughts are just a waste of f- 
fucking time. Just just do the work. Mm. A few thoughts there. Like, because sometimes, because you've got the character Mad Dog Malcolm, he's like a 70s kind of character that you've created. Yeah. But sometimes you do the jokes as Malcolm, but then you also, like, do them as yourself. Oh, Maybe yeah. a bit of insight into sort of what your thoughts on that are and why you do that and and how differently audiences react. I will say if I'm doing a corporate gig and someone's paying me properly, I'll always do it as the character because that always goes down better. If the room's a little bit conservative and they often are, if if it's a work do and Malcolm uh, makes people comfortable because he's a because re- the persona is so ridiculous that as soon as as soon as I walk on stage, I've already done all that work that a comedian needs to needs to do in the first few minutes just by walking on and looking like an idiot. But I guess then pure comedians would see that as a, a cop-out of some kind. Maybe it is, but I don't, whatever. Who cares what they think? It works. Do you think to an extent it's similar to having like a day job because it is a day job as well being a comic when you can make it work? So when I worked in hospitality, if I went to work and they said, hey, today we need you to work in the kitchen yeah. instead of on the coffee machine, I'm not going to turn around and say, coffee's my passion. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. working in the kitchen. Yeah, kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Goodbye. And I think uh, you can look at any job that you're given to do as an opportunity to um, learn something that you can bring to what you really want to do anyway. And sometimes if you've got three months free and you don't need an income and you think, great, i got three months, I'm going to work on my stuff, quite often you you just <laughs> yeah. watch Netflix and f*** around. <laughs> Where sometimes if you've got a job, when you get up in the morning and you're having a shower, you come up with a whole lot of ideas and you write them all down and then at the end of the day you you collate them into, into what your act's going to be and you know that it's because you've got this day job that's keeping you disciplined and your brain's going, s***, I've only got five minutes in the morning to write down the ideas that I've got right now. And quite often you can come up with more ideas when you're really busy. I was just going to say that I think the shower is a really good place to think. Showers for thinking. Thinking and generate material, especially about showering. Especially about your whole showering. You do have a bit. You have a long bit about that. I've got like five minutes. You know what I think almost every time I have a shower? The guy that invented the the two in one shampoo doesn't get enough credit, like because that is a good invention. Yeah, if you could brush your teeth with it as well, just like just you don't need another white liquid. Yeah. Just saying, conditioner like, can't be the same. It's as not conditioner. That shampoo can be anything, but it can't be conditioner. This is getting cut. <laughs> Someone asked me, I'll just tell you guys this, someone asked me, (laughs) when do you wash your asshole in like, in the shower, at the start or at the end? And I'm like, I usually wash it in the kitchen before I have a shower. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Do the dishes at the same time, you know. Could leave that in. Kill two birds. I've got to take it or leave it for Chris, actually. (laughs) Uh, I was thinking about this today because I'm like, oh, all right, you, you get free lunch. Okay, four days a week, <laughs> but you can never use a clean towel again. Like it has to be like someone Ooh. else's. Like you know, yeah, could be yeah. could be Wendy's towel. I mean, you're in. I could have you less lunches lunch. and I'd take it. Yeah, less lunch. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I thought that was. <laughs> Sorry, like... are you taking the lunches over the towel? No, yeah. no, no. That no, that's the deal. Yeah, the so over the he towel. gets four free lunches yeah. a yeah. week, mm. but no towel yeah. is fresh. 
I don't know whose towel I'm using most. Yeah, it's a random towel. Oh, really? You don't care about a fresh towel? No. I like a fresh towel. I like a fresh towel. Well, it's 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 usually mine, right? Like, is it someone I don't know? So you need to like, yeah, it's like a random towel. Like if you go out on holiday, you just use like, and this goes for hand towels, everything that you're like cleaning and wiping with. It's <laughs> sure. No, I'm gonna chime in when you're and, stopping, yeah. uh, as Chris's wife. Yes. I'm gonna say no. He's not allowed to take oh. that off because oh. I still need to touch him after he's taken <laughs> yeah, this off. Yeah, but in the in the and land to... of Dettol, now that Corona's happened, you know. Are you gonna use it on your privates? <laughs> Probably saying. not. That might hurt. <laughs> well, I had to do a, um, a a gig somewhere at someone's house and. Uh, <laughs> It was a 21st. Can we go back? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, this is about the, yeah. Okay. And, uh, and, um, and I just had to go to the toilet. Oh, no, I had to get changed because I was going to do a character, like a, like a singing telegram or something like that. I can't remember what At it someone's was. house. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And I said, uh, I just need someone to get changed. I said, get changed in the bathroom. And they had a, um, a, a, a white bathroom with white carpet around the toilet and all that old stuff, white carpet on the toilet seat and pictures of Marilyn <sighs> Monroe and Elvis everywhere. <sighs> And it was the most, I hope that they'll never hear this, the most tasteless thing I've ever seen in my life. But then they really liked liked the show and they thanked me and they gave me a tip. So so it was a really nice bathroom. I really liked it. Thanks, <laughs> you often thanks, do shows in other people's houses? Um, yeah, okay. Seb books me for things every now and then. There was, one that, I, yeah, there was one that I had to do once and I had to make fun of this guy and I just didn't feel like making fun of him. So I just was, so I just, um, was really sweet. I was really nice to him, and he and he was crying by the end of it. Crying of With joy? laughter, crying of joy. Yeah. Okay, right, right, cool. Yeah. So, are you guys wondering what I've been doing? No, no, we weren't. Actually, it's funny. Oh, we, none of yeah, us were, were we? Yeah. I, I sense that. I oh, sense gosh. that. No one gives a oh, maybe. <laughs> oh. Um, Jerry, I just briefly wanted to ask you about Cranker Comedy and your, like, thoughts on the gig. Do you remember your first Cranker gig, perchance? I, I do remember the the first one because um, I'd just done a run of shows. And that's all I was doing at that point. And I was doing quite well because I was quite familiar with the people that went to that place. And the first cranker that I did, I bombed really quite badly. And I remember ringing you up. I think I was on my way home or the, or the next morning and said, you got to put me back on. I've got to, I've got to. Because I'd, I'd, I had completely lost touch with doing comedy for people that um, were a normal audience. I know that the Cranker's got a comedy crowd now, but back when you first started, it was just, it was just, it wasn't necessarily people that go and see a lot of comedy. So you couldn't do that thing of, well, now that you, you know, I'm pretty sure you all know how this goes. So let me um, show you how clever I am, where it was more like, a, no, it's just a bunch of people. So you have to do all that work. How different is it doing comedy for an audience that's, that's not, not a comedy audience. To, yeah. I don't. I don't mind it as a as a challenge every now and then, but I wouldn't want to do it all the time because you just you just can't develop your material in a subtle way. The good thing about the cranker is you've got all those young people there who watch a lot of comedy, so you can go in there and not do any of the letting people know what it's going to be like. You just bypass all that because they already know what it is. You can go straight for stuff that normal people would go. I didn't like that very much. <laughs> That was one of the things that I always that I always noticed because of you, because of your booking style. I don't, I don't think you have a uh, your politics is really quite open from or from other people. I don't think you ever get turned off by someone's politics. Like you get someone like Josh, who's really lefty, like he's total communist, and it's just fantastic to see someone like that let loose in a place like the Cranker because they because they 
they can just literally let loose. Or, or, and then you get some, uh, you know, young guy who's watched all the right wing YouTube channels get up there as well. And in that place, it's like, you know what, I, this is really cool in here. This place is cool for, for, for every extreme. I think I've only ever seen one guy go too far there once. I can't remember who it was. Just doing a whole lot of stuff, mainly because it wasn't clever enough. What I think is good about stand-up is that, yeah, you do hear different perspectives and so that's good. Like you might go along and you might, um, you know, yeah. get exposure to something that you might not necessarily agree with but, like, it might be funny yeah. and that's good. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. And, th- and that's the point, I think. Oh, yeah. So it's freedom of speech and it's, and yeah. it's comedy. Actually, it's I wanna, uh, yeah, I want to just clarify what I said before. Yeah. I, don't, I don't actually mind if people... Like if they're really being really offensive and they're being really horrible and they hit Mark, I don't actually mind that 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 that, that happens because I think some people need to do that to figure out where they want to go and what they want to do with their comedy. And plus, really, at the end of the day, how how offended really are you by anything that anyone says on stage? Are you really hurt by it, or do you just think I'd better say something about that because I need people to know that I'm on the right side of things? I mean, unless you're going up there and saying bleep. The women and even if yeah. someone was doing that, I'd think, well, he's either gonna gonna turn this into a bit somehow, or they're just not gonna get anywhere anyway. So, yeah, so they'll just disappear. <laughs> I'd just say if you're punching down, make sure it's hilarious. <laughs> like, make sure but, it's a really funny but, joke. But, and then, but you know, <laughs> people should have people should be allowed to have the opportunity to learn from their own mistakes. That's that's yeah, that's that's the definite thing. Because at the moment, that's there's a, a lot of people out there that will not let you learn from your own mistakes, and I think those people can. Go f- themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> all right, I'm going to do a wrap Wait. up now. Otherwise, this is too much for Chris. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Thank, thank you That's for good. listening to the Cranker Comedy Podcast. We hope you like it. This is the longest it. one we've done. Sorry, Russ. Sorry. No, 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 no. Thank you for listening to the Cranker Comedy Podcast. If you liked it, you can subscribe. Subs- oh, Thank you for listening. If you liked it, you can subscribe to us on like iTunes and Spotify, Chris Google what else? Podcasts, Pocket Cast, whatever you use to listen to it. You can listen to it on Facebook. That's a lot of people listen to it on Facebook. Cool, cool. It's and less um, effort. You can also leave a donation via the link below. PayPal.me forward slash comedy. PayPal. Um, Jerry Massey, thank you. Thanks. Wait, do you have, uh, oh, we've got Spotify. You, you mentioned uh, yeah, that earlier. Yeah, check yeah, out yeah. Devil's Cabaret on Spotify. Yeah, they got there's new stuff on there. Or Jerry Massey on Spotify. Spotify will be happening soon. Or the toilet songs in there if you want to go and listen to it. Wendy Torbett, thank you. Wendy Torbett. All right, that's enough. Shootable. Shootable.